friends, welcome to the Universal Sisterhood Podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter, and be the authentic woman she was designed to be. Every human heart has been created to be seen, known, and loved. So this is the place where women can share their story. Welcome to episode 89. Well, hello. I have not been here for a hot minute. Um, I think it was October, mid-October, the last podcast I recorded. Um, And it was not because I didn't want to be here. It pains me so much not to be able to bring content to you because um, it is something that's really dear to my heart and something that I know is really important for a lot of women. Um, just feeling connected. I have received so many um, texts and comments and emails and just personal conversations where women have said, where where have you been? I've missed you. And um, that I can't tell you how much that encourages my heart, but also um, gives me such a sense of purpose because so many times the battle is real friends that's probably what I want to get at the battle is so real in my head and my heart that um this is not something that people want to hear but it actually is and I take real humility and and reverence in knowing that this is something that you actually grow from and and like to hear in your weekly um feed I suppose or voice in your in your ears um so thank you for your loyalty um and your um vulnerability actually in reaching out to me um because that's what spurs me on but having said that it's not that I don't want to be on here it's that my life took a real busy turn um the last quarter of the year uh, and right now I am sitting in a hotel room in Queensland. My husband is out playing golf. Uh, we do this every year, the two of us, the last day of term, the next day we go away for five days, just the two of us, just to re, um, reset. No, I, that's a really bad word to use. That's, that's not what I mean. But just to um, spend time with each other because the year is busy. Uh, and reevaluate and take time out for ourselves because it's really important. So I'm sitting here, my husband's out. I have a face mask on. I've had a shower. My hair is wet and I have poured myself a glass of champagne and I'm sitting here recording this for you and for me. Um, so I hope, my hope is, that listening to this podcast is time out for you. If you are able to, go and pour yourself a glass of wine. Forget the tea. Forget the coffee. Go and find a place. Put your face in the sun. Remove yourself from children. So it might be late at night. (laughs) It might be on a walk. If it's on a walk, take a hip flask. (laughs) Do something. Maybe, maybe just order yourself that kind of coffee that you really want, an almond latte, 
with a double shot of caffeine. Do something solely for you because, my friend, you are worth it. And it has taken me a very long time. I Like I hear that and I know that and there is a secular um, rhythm around that. But as a Christian, as a Catholic, as a faithful Catholic woman, I encourage you to take some time out for you because you, my friend, are worth it. And your family deserves a mum or whoever is listening, a carer, a grandmother, a husband, because I know men listen to this because I can see it in my um, in the analytics of the year. There are men that listen to this podcast. So whoever you are, I am grateful that you are listening. Um, but your family deserves a parent, a spouse, a caregiver to be renourished and refreshed. Um, so kudos to you. Do something for you as you listen to this or after you listen to this or whatever it is. Um, so it is just me. I don't have anyone to bounce off. I don't, um, I don't have too many things written down. Um, so this is very vulnerable place for me to be in. But um, I think you deserve it and I deserve it. So here goes. So to, I don't even have any tissues. I, I do. I do have a tissue. I'm just going to plug my nose because saying that, um, it takes a lot for me to know that I'm worth taking time out for. Um, and I know I'm not alone in that. So I want you to take time out too. Um, so it's been a big year. I don't think I am alone in feeling that it has been, it hasn't been like the last two years with COVID, um, and that heightened anxiety and that heightened tension of vax or not vaxxed, um, sick or not sick, you know, or all that came with the, um, pandemic that is, kind of gone not really but it is not at the forefront of our minds um i know <laughs> i know uh the world doesn't want to let up on it as i left school the other day i i'm a teacher and i finished up but i got a, a phone call from the secretary saying you haven't picked up your 10 um <laughs> rat tests i thought oh my god lucky lucky me i'm gonna take home an extra 10 rat tests to add to my cupboard full of rat tests Anyway, um, so it hasn't been a year like we've seen the last two years, but I think it is falling back into some sense of normality, but there's still, it was a really, for me anyway, a heavy year. Um, it was pretty um, full, <laughs> lots going on. We haven't learned much from the the notion of, take a step back, reassess what's really important in my life. Um, what do I need to put more time into? Clearly my family and um, my faith and we're back at it quicker than we were before. Like the rat race does not stop. Uh, and, and that's a real reminder to me that it has to stop actually. Um, that will continue 
uh, I just need to hop off it and let it continue without me because it will still continue. So um, if, if that is something you need to hear, take some time out, get off that rat race. It will still be spinning to the side of you while you take time out and you spend time with your family and you look at what is right in front of you and you appreciate that. I've been reading, it just reminded me, I don't know whether I can find it, um, but I've been, I took a book away with me. It's Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. And it, I suppose it's not really um, holiday reading. It's more uh, intellectual, heavy, maybe just uh, more academic reading. Um, it's definitely not a chick flick or, a chick, you know, one of those lolly novels. Um, but I just wanted to read. It just reminded me of um, there was a part in here about a man who didn't live for the present. Let me see if I can find it. So I found it. And Brene Brown was clearly doing a um, research on anxiety and, you know, certain aspects of um, anxiety for a book that she was writing. And she came, she met this guy who was in his 60s and she says she never forgot the way he looked at her when he said these words. And he said, I used to think that the best way to go through life was to expect the worst. That way, if it happened, you were prepared. And if it didn't happen, you were pleasantly surprised. Then I was in a car accident and my wife was killed. Needless to say, expecting the worst didn't prepare me at all. And worse, I was still grieved for all the wonderful moments we shared that I didn't fully enjoy. My commitment to her is to fully enjoy every moment now. And I wish she was here now that I know how to do that. And I just thought, wow, how fitting is that for us on the eve of Advent and Christmas time and summer holidays and all that comes with that, um, you know, the rush and family and having kids wake up every morning coming to you saying, what are we doing today, mum? I, I know I'm not alone here, but when my kids come and ask me every morning, what are we doing? And it used to really grate on me, but I have come to know, and and I say this as much for you as I do for me, to learn from the fact that all we have is today and today is precious and today I can learn something new and today I can be kinder and today I can be better than I was yesterday. Um, I, I, I fully understand that it's easy to say that from a hotel room where I've not been bothered for 24 hours. Um, but it's to be aware and I, I want to be better. I want to cherish every day. And I want to um, challenge myself to do that. And I challenge you too, that all we have is today, just to remind myself that, yeah, I'm never going to be prepared for the, for the bad, so I may as well enjoy right now.
as good and as bad as it is. And it kind of is really fitting for Advent because Jesus comes to us as we are right now. The state that my heart's in, the state that my family's in, the state that my marriage is in, the state that my soul is in. He wants to come to me right now the way I am. And that is really humbling and confronting um, all in one. He, he delights in me. And that, that is something that I have really, um, so before I give retreats or before I give a talk or before I do anything um, publicly, like, a, like this podcast, I always sit with our Lord and I ask him quite vulnerably and very um, humbly, what is it you want me to tell them? What is it you want me to speak of? Because there's no point in me just speaking because that serves no purpose whatsoever. It doesn't even feed my ego. In fact, it kind of like makes me cringe or feel even more exposed because I'm just talking off the bat. So I always go to him and I ask him, what is it you want me to say? And um, I, I gave a retreat a, a month ago and what he kept saying to me was, I delight in you. I delight in them. He wanted us to know that he delights in us. And do we really know that? Do we know that he, he delights in us the way we are right now? with all our sin and our wounds and our, our messiness. He delights in us. And that is really hard to come to terms with because I don't know about you, but me, you know, if someone, I want people to delight in the best of parts of me. You know, we think that we have to have it all together for somebody to actually delighted us you know even if someone's coming over um you know i'm gonna pop in and you think ah really now i've got washing all over the dining table i haven't put the dishwasher on um the bins are not even emptied my bathrooms i haven't cleaned my bathrooms no actually in a radical way he doesn't care he wants to come to us Come over to our place. Come to our heart the way it is right now without cleaning it for the cleaners, like preparing it for um, people. He loves us. He delights in us the way we are. And that is so beautiful to me because it, it encourages me to be better. If he delights in the way I am, then I need to in out of love for him, out of respect for him, out of uh, um, gratitude for him, I need to be better. Um, and I love that. I, I don't know whether you've seen my Instagram post uh, a few days ago, but I was sitting in a church that I don't normally sit in. Um, I normally they have an adoration chapel, so I normally run over there after mass and pray in front of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. But something was drawing me to stay there on Monday. So I stayed there and I was praying and 
looking up occasionally to the tabernacle and but I was really sitting with the idea that um, Jesus the the bread of life the one that that the prince of peace the king of kings the lord of lords the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end he comes to us in a tangible way as a piece of bread so humbly that we can eat him we can consume him he can become part of us and i was sitting there praying through this and i looked up and i said you know like lord you mary her plans weren't didn't go the way she wanted you know clearly I mean, I know myself as a mother, I had all these expectations and my baby was going to be loved and it's going to have the best of everything and I'll bring it home. And and I'm sure she had the same thoughts. And I'm sure Joseph had the same thoughts. But here they were, this young couple, plans didn't go as they had hoped. There was no place for them to have this baby. They were given a cave at the back of an inn. And here they were with Jesus, with Emmanuel, Christ is with us, and they had to put him in a feeding trough. And I was just expressing this to Jesus in my prayer, and I looked up and the light was as such in that morning that the tabernacle looked as if it had, it was in a main, it was in a stable, it had the outline of a stable from the, the light. And I thought, oh, my gosh, Jesus, here you are in a stable. I can see it. And I thought, you you are the bread of life and you were placed in a feeding trough to feed us. Not only to, is the trough, does it feed animals, but you feed us. And that is where Our Lady had to place you. So, like, everything in our life has meaning if we look for it. He teaches us so explicitly but so beautifully and so gently if we have the eyes to see and the ears to hear and that means quiet that means peace that means removing ourselves from the chaos of the world um and then i looked up again and then the light was so i I, i'm not sure what created this light but there was actually like a star at the top of the stable, the top of the tabernacle. And I thought, oh my gosh, even the star of Bethlehem is here. Like Jesus is so easy to hear and understand if we take the time to to remove ourselves from the busyness of the world and to hear him. And my encouragement to you today and to myself is to take that time. It is worth taking that time out to hear him he is so kind and so gentle you will never regret taking time out of your day to sit in front of him in the blessed sacrament or in the tabernacle to hear his voice so i encourage you this last week of advent to find time to do that i know i'm i'm up here in queensland on a holiday and yesterday, my husband, uh, we we all are always doing something active, whether it is going for a jog or going for a ride or um, 
doing laps or what doing a hike or whatever it is so yesterday we were bike riding and i i've had spinal surgery so um i can't turn my neck as quickly as i would like and in a split second he decided to change course and he went down some other road and i turned and by the time i turned there were cars flying down so i could not go so i just kept going straight i was a little bit up a little bit shitty excuse my language but i was a little bit miffed that i uh he didn't consider that i couldn't turn so quickly and see where he was anyway so i went off on my merry way up further up the road and i just kept going kind of in defiance i might add um i thought no actually i better just stop and wait so i came to a point and i stopped and would you believe that i i stopped right in front of a catholic church called stella maris and it was so beautiful and i looked over and there was a woman kneeling out the front of the church in front of the glass and it actually broke open my heart that in this busyness of surface paradise there is a church and i could see the tabernacle from where i was on my bike and her and i in solidarity knew who was in that church and he knew that i would stop there and he knew that i would reorient my heart my cranky heart my unforgiving heart to become a heart like his and i could have been shitty all afternoon and all night because my husband didn't take the time to tell me in advance that he was going to turn down this street but god knew where my heart was at and he knew that he could melt my heart and change it um so i encourage you to take the time out like that woman who was kneeling in a busy um surface paradise street in front of jesus in the tabernacle um i encourage you to take time out and find him because he will melt your heart he will change your heart he will redirect your heart to become a heart more like his um and i tell you all that because he is the only one that can change hearts um i have as you probably have experienced this year has been a really busy year there's been so much on for me i took on so many things because i love them and they're good and they're noble things but i took on too many and i had to really it was a hard slog to get to the end of the year um and maybe you have too maybe you've taken on too many things yes maybe they're good things but we can't be doing all the things we have to i i see it now maybe it's a lack of trust maybe it's a, a lack of peace but i i can't do all the things so um i have to stop and see what what's most important what does god want me to do and maybe the same is for you um 
so next year there will be a few changes um you will i'm not going to explicitly tell you what they are right now but there are a few really good things coming next year and there are a few things i've had to let go so i um i tell you that in anticipation but but know that it has been really 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 strong on my heart that women need connection we need connection and we need community so that is one of the things that i'm going to really concentrate on next year um and doing this i i, I um was involved in this international day women's day of the rosary um, we held it last week on the feast of the immaculate conception at saint mary's cathedral and there was a really beautiful turnout more than i actually anticipated but again it spoke to me that women need we we need each other especially in a time such as this the power of women in prayer especially in praying the rosary is a formidable force and a force that the world needs and the change that the world needs so um there is a facebook a universal sisterhood private facebook group if you would like to join just hop on over and um request to be let in and i will let you in um but there you will find we will have live rosaries um probably once a week uh but i think that it's really important and women need that so hop on over to the universal sisterhood private facebook group and i will let you in um so that's happening next year that's one thing i can tell you about um also there are a, a few different changes that will be happening um and i really would love you to stick around for them because they are so necessary and so needed so this is a really short podcast before I finish, I want you to know that you are in my prayers, each and every one of you, every day. Um, and I'm really grateful that you show up. The podcast has been really well received and I'm going to continue to grow it um, because uh, there are so many American podcasts, good Catholic podcasts, but there are not as many Australian ones. And if you want to get on board, let me know. Um, shout, give me a shout out either on Instagram, a private message, or there is this five private um, Facebook group that you can uh, message me on. Um, if you, If you would like to share a story or you would just like to give me some encouragement or insight into um, what you would like to see on the podcast. I would be really interested and happy to receive your feedback. So have a happy and holy Christmas and know that your heart is like a manger and regardless of its messiness, and its um, unaccommodating aspects. Jesus, the saviour of the world, the prince of peace, he wants to be there. He desires to be there and he allows Our Lady to place him there in the manger of our heart. 
That is the beauty of him. There is nothing that will stop him from being there. And on my jog this morning, I was listening to the Franciscan Friars, the Poco Poco podcast, and Father Innocent was talking about how we can't self-regulate. We need to be regulated by another. And our lady, he, he was just saying how that, that bond between a baby and its mother, how the baby comes out and it's deregulated and once because there's bright lights and it's cold and it's not the comfort of the womb, it's not secure like the womb. And I know I've experienced it many times and I'm sure you as mothers if you have given birth, have experienced this as well. Once they place that crying baby on your chest where it is warm and it is welcomed, that baby hears your heartbeat. It knows your scent. It knows your voice. It knows your smell and it is comforted. And that is what Jesus experienced from his own mother. So like Jesus, we need to experience that regulation through Our Lady as well. Don't be afraid to go to her for that regulation because Jesus did. Um, it was just such a beautiful um, kind of depiction of how Our Lord encourages us to go to Our Lady for regulation. If we feel deregulated, don't be afraid to approach her. Don't be afraid to be placed on her heart like he was as an infant. Um, she is, a, like him, is such a safe place to go. And this Advent, I encourage you to go also not only to him as a baby, but go to her. She not only is his mother, but she is your mother. And as you know, as mothers, you cannot refuse your child, especially when they are vulnerable, especially when they are defenceless, especially when they are crying out for comfort, like we all are. She will not not welcome you home. And I just found that so comforting this morning as I was jogging and I was trying to relate this, what I was hearing to jogging. And I thought, yeah, you know what, that regulation, once, once you regulate your body to that pace, it's easy. The hard part is starting. The hard part is that first, you know, I don't know, five minutes. Once you build a rhythm, once you become regulated, you can stay there. And the same is like Our Lady. The hard part is starting. The hard part is opening that door to her. She will regulate you. So don't be afraid of seeking spiritual regulation with her because she wants nothing more than to regulate you to to make you in sync with her as she did her own son 
So this Advent, this Christmas, seek out our Lord in the tabernacle and seek regulation with Our Lady. Those two together, you can't go wrong. So I wish you a happy and holy Christmas and may you open the manger of your heart to receive him more fully this Christmas, this Advent and the whole summer holidays long. I will be back um, hopefully at the end of February, uh, not February, the end of January with a whole new season of the Universal Sister podcast. Um, thank you for being here this year. I am truly honoured to have your presence. See ya.